Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your multifaceted manifestation coach, Leela Jasmine Seeley. I have been on a journey from being addicted to the hustle, disconnected from my feminine energy, linking my worth to my productivity, and giving away all of my power to toxic relationships, to manifesting my dream soul-led business, my freedom island lifestyle, my dream partner, and honestly, so much more. So now it's my mission to help you heal and create your is this freaking real moments in life. This podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, healing your conditioning, and unlocking the power that resides within you. So let's dig in. Today is going to be a very short and snappy one, but it's potent. And I want to talk about why adopting the unrealistic paradigm will skyrocket your life and you will be up in the clouds living this magical life where everyone's like, how, how did you do this? Is this real? How did you achieve this? And you'll just be living your best life floating on a cloud. Not literally, but it will feel that way. So what is the unrealistic paradigm? And why, why is this so important in manifesting your dream life? If you want to manifest those things that are seen as unrealistic, then you're asking for a life that most people don't have. It's called unrealistic only because it's not common. Not because it's impossible. Not because it's something that can't happen just because it's not common. It's not something you see every day. So if you're asking to manifest this unrealistic magical dream life, you're asking for something that not everyone has. And that's a whole nother point in that my desire and my dream and my purpose is to make as many people as possible have that type of life. So it's not something only a few people have. But currently where we are right now in this paradigm, in this society, in the collective consciousness, not everybody has a life like that. So if you're asking for something that most people don't have, then you can't think how most people think. If you want to create results that most people have, most people don't have, you can't think how most people think. You can't move how most people move. You can't do business how most people do business. You have to form an unrealistic, in air quotes, paradigm if you want to achieve the unrealistic. Again, I always say unrealistic in all these crazy typed fonts that you're going to see when you're watching this because I want you to know that I'm always saying it in air quotes. To me, nothing is unrealistic. Anything can happen. But to society, again, unrealistic just means less common. To society, the things that we don't see every day, people might tell you, well, that's not realistic. You can't achieve that. And people always tell me that I'm being unrealistic until it's done. So 
the paradigm that most people are operating on, the most common paradigm, the paradigm I would go as far as to say that we inherit when we grow up through what our parents say, our teachers say, what society says, what they show us on film, on TV and adverts. That is what I would call the realistic paradigm. And again, why is it realistic? Because it's common. It's how most people think. It's something that is very, very easy to see. So if the way that most people are thinking are get, is getting the results that most people have, and you want results that most people don't have, then you need to think differently. It's like simple maths. And this can be challenging, to be honest, because when you're starting to think differently and you're trying to think differently and trying to adopt this different paradigm, you can come across resistance. And this is not just about other people. Yes, you might sometimes get people who kind of don't get it and they talk you out of your new way of thinking and being, but you'll also experience resistance in yourself because the conditioning is strong and because all the things that you've always been taught and that you've always learned, they're, they're strong in your mind, literally. The pathways that your brain always went down, the neural pathways that create your thoughts and beliefs and habits, they're strong because they've been traveled again and again and again. When you are forming this new paradigm, the pathway is not strong yet. Again, an analogy I love to use is it's like long, tall grass, and there's some right in front of me right now. It's like trying to walk through thick grass and create a path to go somewhere. It's a bit difficult. There's some resistance there. You have to work to kind of push down the grass and to find a place to step and to carve out space to walk that new path. But each time you do it, it gets easier and easier and easier. But in the beginning, it could feel a bit like you are fighting against yourself. Because you've got one pathway that's super smooth, it's slippy, it's slidey, it's easy to go down. And then you've got this other path that is overgrown. There's a lot of resistance, there's a lot of friction, it feels difficult, it doesn't look very smooth, it doesn't look very appealing, you can't quite see the way your brain is going to want to take the easy path, but you may experience that resistance. So this is why I do what I do. Because a paradigm is not just a combination of thoughts. Your paradigm is your identity. It's the way you see yourself. It's which includes your thoughts, which includes your beliefs about yourself, about life. And it includes your habits. It's this holistic range of things. It's not just the mind. And sometimes when we say paradigm, we think, oh, that, that just means my beliefs. But it's not just your beliefs. Again, it's your habits. It's the thoughts that regularly cross your mind. It's the way that you be. Because your habits, they happen unconsciously. And they create who you are being day to day. Every little move that you make, 99% of it is coming from your paradigm which means it's happening unconsciously. We love to think we're in control of everything we do. But actually, the only way we can be in control of what we do is if we intentionally and consciously write our paradigm. If we have written our subconscious paradigm, we have actually gone in there, dug it out, and then we've written out 
all of our beliefs, our thoughts, our habits, and we've created it intentionally rather than letting it be passed down to us through, again, parents, teachers, film, TV. Only then are we truly in control of the majority of our behavior. So if you want unrealistic results, you need to stop thinking with the realistic paradigm that was handed down to you by others. And you need to adopt the unrealistic paradigm. Essentially, the unrealistic paradigm is a way of life. And again, it's not just thoughts, it's beliefs, it's behaviors, it's a way of being. And that is the best way that I can describe it. And as I said, there will be resistance, most likely, when you start adopting it, not just from other people, but from yourself, because it feels alien, it feels uncomfortable. There will be growing pains, most likely. I experienced some real growing pains the last few days, because as I've gone into the new year, I've made all of these changes, I've made all of these shifts. I've changed things rapidly in my business. Pricing, containers, everything. The way I'm being, I've changed really quickly. And it was like, yeah, this feels amazing. This feels great. I'm in my next level, which you'll hear a lot. And then suddenly the growing pains hit. And then you have a day where, oh God, I'm scared. I feel uncomfortable. Everything's different. I feel like it just, it's literally like a, a sensation in the body. When you start doing things differently, your unconscious mind is going through a bit of turmoil because you're using so much will to change things. And this will often come around, you'll, you'll experience it through feeling drained or feeling really tired or feeling just not good and you don't know why. But it's that resistance, it's the growing pains. So you have to have a higher level of personal power when you are trying to create something unrealistic, in air quotes. Because of all of this resistance, there's going to be all these reasons to stop. There's going to be all these reasons to go back to the realistic way of doing things. You have to have higher levels of personal power and conviction, stubbornness to say, no, I am doing this. I am going this way. Even when people around you don't get it and they're just trying to help and they're just trying to protect you and they're telling you, stop being like that. Stop being unrealistic. You're going to get yourself hurt. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be let down. You have to be stubborn or convicted in this is what I'm doing. You have to be solid in moving differently. You can't be looking for that approval from the outside and from other people. If you're looking for that, if you're looking for the outside world to tell you that it's okay to move in that way, then you never get to the point where you have the unrealistic results because unrealistic results come from within. You decide, you dream it up and then you, you manifest it. If you're just waiting for it to manifest before you believe, before you start embodying, before you start being that person, well, it's never going to happen. Because as you know, we create from the inside out, not the other way around. So the unrealistic paradigm, again, it's a whole new way of being. And this is why some of you may already be in. This is why this weekend I'm running my annual free event. And this one is different from last year. Last year I ran the Manifest Magic Bootcamp. I ran it twice because I loved it and you guys loved it and I got some amazing feedback and it's now become a paid training. This year I've decided to do something new. So I'm doing the unlock your codes to an unrealistic life and business masterclass. 
not masterclass, actually three-day event, three-day experience. So maybe you could call it three masterclasses. And I'm doing it for this reason, because I have learned something about manifesting the big unrealistic things. And I think 2023 was a year for that. Unrealistic business growth, being stuck in a place, in a new, in a house, in a new country, and having all of this drama with a scam going on and no job security for my, my partner. We just moved across the world for him to do a job. Oh, it's 222 here. And all of that just kind of crashed around us and we didn't know what the plan was and we didn't know what we were going to do. And we didn't know if any minute now we were going to have to move out of that house. We were just left there. And yet in that time, I managed to increase my sales by 400%. We manifested moving to Tobago, the paradise island, the holiday island, and living here completely free on the beach, beachfront resort. How does this happen? All of this unrealistic stuff manifested in 2023. And what I learned from that is that manifesting those big, juicy, unrealistic things is a different kettle of fish. There are different challenges. There are different strategies that you use when you are playing in the unrealistic paradigm and you're not playing with measurable results. I sat and I was journaling and I was crying in our old, in that old house in Trinidad because when I first got there, despite everything that was happening, it was fun. It was, it was exciting. I was just focused on the fact that so much had manifested. I'd got to a point where I was able to move across the world with my business, where I was fully self-employed. I was not relying on any personal training income anymore. I'd left that in 2022. And I was able to move across the world and work fully remote from a different country. I was able to move in with my partner after all of those years of toxic relationships. I'd never lived with a partner before and we moved in and we moved across the world together. So many of my dreams are manifesting and I was excited about that, that it didn't hit me some of the shit that we were going through in terms of, you know, the, the mistrust, the, the scam, what that did to my partner and how hard that was for him to go through to be betrayed like that. The fact that that meant that we, you know, we didn't have a lot of safety and security in terms of knowing what the F was going on with our living situation. We thought we'd come and we'd find a house and instead we were just kind of left there in this house and waiting to get the money that was scammed back before we made any moves and just being, you know, dragged along. And it got to a point where the excitement kind of wore off a bit. And then I sort of looked around and was like, I don't, I don't want to stay here in this house. I don't want to be in this empty house. I don't want to be in a part of Trinidad, which isn't that safe for me to go out and about and walk around by myself. I hadn't been out on a walk by myself for like six months, whereas I used to do long walks every single day. And I started to see that side of things and the, the side that, that wasn't good and that I wanted to change. And I was crying and I was journaling in my notepad and I was like, how can this, like, how can this get better? I was like, what would be the dream? And I was like living like on the beach where I could walk freely up and down the beach. I can go into the sea. Like I have that freedom to get out of the house. I could walk down to a beach. It would be safe to walk somewhere where I could be safe to walk down somewhere where I could move around. Like if I was in a community where they have like, I don't know, like a little bar or a coffee shop or something. And I just wrote it all out and I was like, if we could live on the beach. And I was like, if we could live in Tobago, which is an island, which is quite touristy um, here. And it's, it's very, very chill. Like the whole island is chill, but Trinidad is more high, high, I'm trying to say fast paced and high energy <laughs> and I'm merging them. High energy, a lot going on and it has more kind of drama also, whereas Trinidad is super, super chill. 
And I was like, sorry, Tobago is super, super chill. So I was like, imagine if we could move there. But I was just crying writing this out because I was like, how is this possible? Like, it's not. Like, Kez, my partner, needs to be in Trinidad because that's where most of the jobs are and that's where his career was starting to rebuild after all this drama had happened. And, you know, how would we afford to go and live in that island where it's even more pricey because it's a holiday destination for people across all across the world? And it's all right on the beach and everything is more expensive. How are we going to do this when we're still getting back on our feet? And, you know, Kez is still getting back on his feet and trying to sort out career. It didn't make any sense. And I was like, I just know I can't stay here in Trinidad. Like, it's actually taking too much from me now. Now I want my freedom back. I want to go on walks. I want to do things freely. I don't want to stay in a house and only go out when I'm with my partner. So I was crying. And I was like, I think I'm going to have to go back to the UK because I'm not happy here. And I don't really want to come back to Trinidad and live in this house again. So what's going to happen to Kez and I? He has to stay here. What's going to happen? Are we going to break up? I was in a state of complete, like, I, I couldn't see a way of it getting better. And then I was journaling, journaling. And within a month, we end up moving here. So some point within the next week or a couple of weeks, Kes got an opportunity to come here for an interview. We thought it was going to be a consultancy job where he can come back and forth. And that's great. He gets some income. And I was like, well, at least when I visit, I'll get to come and visit you in Tobago. And, you know, we'll go back and forth from Trinidad and Tobago and we'll get some taste of this life. We could never have anticipated that. It would end up like this and the most magical thing is that he was at the interview we thought okay consultancy job i still wasn't sure if i would go back to the uk i said to kez most likely i'm going to go back to the uk and i'll just come visit you for a few weeks at a time and we'll just hope that we survive and we make it work and then he, he had the interview and that morning i'm in the flat in trinidad this house that we've been left in this empty house that we've been left in by the person who scammed my partner he told us he owned this place and he'd left us there because he owed Kess all of this money that he had taken from it. So we're just there waiting for him to give us back the money. And then we say, once we get the money, we're going to move out. We're going to move somewhere else. He didn't ask us to move because he knew obviously he'd scammed us, taken all our money. So he was just avoiding us. And whilst Kes is here in Tobago having this interview, that would be about to change the direction of our lives and would be about to manifest one of our biggest goals, a goal that I had journaled out just weeks before for the first time. I get a knock on the door and I open the door and the man who sort of looks after the property because it's all these different apartments and he does like physio there in that in that property is there and I'm like oh hi I've, I know him I've seen him I've waved at him I thought he just looks after the property and he's like he just goes to me what's your relationship with or what's your situation what's your deal with name of person who scammed us so I explain and I explain the scamming and how we're staying here in his place um, waiting for him to pay us back and you know we haven't heard anything from him and he says well what do you mean this isn't his place I own this property and it's four months behind on rent so the person who had scammed us not only scammed us had scammed the landlord of this property by pretending that he was the owner to us and that you know we were just he'd put us there to stay and then he was going to rectify everything that he'd done but actually he'd been renting it himself and he hadn't paid the rent for four months so then this person comes to us comes to me when i'm here in this house by myself 
for the first time whilst Kez is in a different island at this job interview. And, you know, he either wants money or he wants us to move out. And we don't want to stay there. We don't want to stay there and start paying rent for this place that we don't even like and we're not happy to be in. And I'm not sure if I'm leaving the country or not. And we just don't know what's going on. So I'm like freaking out and thinking, what is going on? And then I decide I can't tell Kess he's about to go into this interview. I don't want to stress him out. I wait. And then he calls me after the interview and tells me, Leela, they want me to do the job. It's a bigger job than thought. So it's not going to be six month consultancy going back and forth. They want me to do a year and they want me to move to Tobago and they will cover our accommodation, our living costs, our food, our beverages, everything on the resort for one year for you and me. That is unrealistic manifesting in that less than a month life can change so drastically like that and it can change in the perfect timing just when everything is falling apart. We actually had an option to move and not just to move, but to live our dream. That's unrealistic manifesting. And to get there, there was a lot in between. Not a lot of movement, not a lot of doing a lot of things, a lot of having a different paradigm. Yes, I was freaking out in that moment when I was writing my journal, but in the time between them, I had a paradigm that was different to how most people think. I moved differently to how most people moved. And this has happened again and again in life. And just today, I called my dad and I told him about something that has just manifested. And I will tell you guys soon when I can. And I was really excited and he was really excited and he was like, okay, so when you do this, this is really great, but you should also, you really need to think about how you can pitch and how you can try to get more opportunities like this and how you can try to keep this kind of opportunity and like, maintain relationships and it was all very strategic it was all very realistic paradigm and I just was like yeah 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 and then I noticed and I was like no it's the unrealistic paradigm that has got this opportunity for me so I'm going to embody that same paradigm that same way of moving not holding on to everything and thinking I need to force and chase I draw these opportunities to me so what got me there was not giving in to this realistic way of being. So I need to continue to embody the unrealistic par paradigm as I go forward to manifest more. So this is what I want to share with you this weekend. I want to break down what the unrealistic paradigm actually is. I want to break down how you achieve it. I want to give you very tangible activities and action steps so that you embody it now so that you understand the gap and I will bridge the gap between just manifesting a coffee, manifesting these little things, manifesting as a means to like, you know, just achieve the goals that kind of make sense to you already. I want to bridge the gap between that, the things that you know you can get if you just keep moving and just keep working harder and the big unrealistic, everything changes like that kind of manifestations. I want to bridge that gap. And when you feel like you're holding a very realistic paradigm and you've always been told how things are going to be and everyone around you, you're trying to change your mind, but everyone around you still thinks that way. It can be hard to change. But when you surround yourself with people living the unrealistic paradigm, embodying it, holding it, then yours gets stronger. They act as expanders for you.
So that's what we're going to do this weekend. I would invite you to join if you haven't already, because again, it's 100% free. It will be starting on the 13th of January, which is this Saturday. It will be Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And after the trainings are done, I will be eventually packaging this up sometime probably within the next few weeks and making it into a paid training because this is a zero fluff experience. So if you're resonating with this, if you feel like, yes, my goals are bigger, my goals are what some people call unrealistic, but I just feel inside me, in my heart, that it's possible for me. Yes, sometimes I have wobbles, but deep down I know that this is what I'm meant for, then join. Because I hope that it's going to completely set your year up for complete magic with everything that I'm going to teach you there. The link is in my bio, I think. <laughs> and if you can't find it there, I'm going to check after this. DM me and I will send it to you. We start this weekend. There are also some juicy, juicy, juicy opportunities to win prizes. And the prizes be bigger than last year. Probably the juiciest I've ever done. Well, definitely the juiciest I've ever done. So make sure you get in because I do this once a year and it will be unmissable. Thank you guys for watching. I hope this lit a fire under your butt and I can't wait to see you this weekend. Bye. So I hope you loved this episode. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you. But also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls. Goodbye.